Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Hello everybody and thanks for joining us on another episode of 3Talk. Today we've got a juicy one for you. We're going to be talking about dating not just any other dating, we're going to be talking about dating yourself. Because love is a magnetic force. It attracts others, compels them to stay, and having the confidence that what you have to offer is more than enough will make your potential significant other feel at ease, safe, and trusting, which are key things in a relationship. Now, the one thing to say is that we cannot expect others to see what we do not see in ourselves. The base for a healthy, long-lasting relationship is not expecting the other to fill these gaps and tell us who we are. It is for us to know who we are, what we want, and be able to communicate and show it to our partners. Being acceptant of our flaws and, and strengths and not shying away from them Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we all have had that friend who claims to be ready for love, to find a significant other, settle down and live this happily ever after. Yet, no matter how hard she or he tries, they remain unable to stay in that relationship. And then they wonder why. I put my hand out. I mean, I myself have been there and many of the people around me fit this description at one time in their lives. So when you think you're ready to love and be loved and you struggle to find the right companion, self-doubt is the first thing that creeps up. So we start to question what is wrong with us, why people would not fall in love with us, and compare ourselves to others who seem to have it all figured out. And this is the first step towards love disaster. What do you think, Blair? Oh, yeah. I mean... Dating is a way of really getting to know yourself. And I think uh, what we don't realize is, especially when we're young, is that first of all, it's about the relationship with ourselves. I've been with my husband 22 years and I wish I'd known what I know now. And I think it would have probably been an easier track than the ups and downs. Because if you don't know yourself well enough, how can you come to a relationship whole? I know we're never perfectly whole, but we need to be as whole as possible. So it's two whole people come into a relationship, adding to each other's lives, not trying to be, to fill a void. Because if you're trying to fill a void, you are always going to be disappointed. For example, if you feel insecure and you want someone to make you feel secure, that's not going to happen in a relationship because relationships will hold up mirrors to your insecurity. So, for example, I know when I was dating in my early, probably like 18 to 23, I was always looking for good-looking partners. I never really thought about what values they had. I was just thinking, you know, do they look good? Will my friends like them? And that is an absolute disaster because obviously after a while, it isn't just about looks, it's about whether you get along, whether somebody understands you, whether you trust them. And now when I unpick it, looking back, why did I want guys that just look good? I think it's because I felt insecure about my looks, so it was making me feel better. 
but that it wasn't going to have a long-lasting relationship because we had no connections. Our values weren't connected. And I think that's the main thing. Getting to know yourself is getting to know what your values are. So what are your main values? And then bringing that to a relationship will help you date the right person. You touched base there, Fleur, on one of the things that to me is is one of the keys uh, for a relationship to work and is do your work first. It is about walking your talk because when you come to a relationship expecting someone else to fill your gaps, as we said in the introduction, then things are going to go wrong. And also, let's not forget that when you project, you attract. So if deep down inside, all that you're feeling is like, I'm not beautiful enough or am I going to be enough? Is this person going to like me? How can I get this person to like me? That's what you're going to attract. You're going to attract doubtfulness you're going to be attracting someone that perhaps is looking on for the same things on you and I think that probably is the recipe for disaster and you also talk about kind of dating in your early late 18s or, or early 20s obviously you're going to be in a different stage in your life and probably you said you know if I knew then what I know now well we don't have a crystal ball so you can only go with what you have right now so i think there's a lot of work to be done to understand and get to know who you are right now and also understands that maybe what you're looking for now may not be the same that what you're looking for at a later date but you've got two choices either you find the right partner for that period of time and help you grow into that person that you want to be or you actually grow with this person and you both grow together and grow forward as i say uh, so in whichever stage that you are, just be mindful of where you are as a person first. Yeah, I think you make a good point there when you said about growing together. I think that's what my husband and I have done. But I think we were able to do that because before I started dating him, funnily enough, I read an article in a magazine about be the person that you want to attract. So if you want um, a trustworthy guy, be trusting. If you want a confident guy, work on your self-esteem. If you want a guy that's ambitious, then work hard and be ambitious yourself. And I did that for about a year. And I obviously then attracted somebody with the same qualities. No, we weren't perfect. No, we haven't done enough self-development and we had a lot to learn because we were still young. But the underlying foundations were there. So I think that growing together um, worked because we did have the same values. We did want to be understood. We did want a family. We did want to be a job with a purpose. We did want to be successful. So those really important core values were there and I think that is something to draw the attention to because a lot of people and a lot of tips that you hear when dating or you know getting into the dating scene are about making a list but I would say make the right list because it is not about I want somebody good looking or blonde or brunette or with green eyes those are very superficial things what you need to be looking at is making a list of the right things. And we're talking about values, as you said, fundamental feelings, fundamental desires. So start thinking about 
who do you want this per how do you want this person to make you feel how do you want him or her to speak to you to treat you because that is what effectively is gonna happen to you and as you say you need to do that work on yourself so I did something similar, you know, before I met my current partner, I was kind of looking for people to fill those gaps. And I had my list wrong. I was looking at that list from, well, you know, I want somebody taller than me. I want somebody that has green eyes and is brunette. And funnily enough, my partners up until I met my loved one, they were actually all very similar. They were lookalikes physically and emotionally. And I kept wondering myself, why is this not working? And then that's when I built my real list, something similar to you, Fleur. I started looking at my pattern. I started to look at what did my partners had in common, apart from me, obviously. Uh, and then I started to see all these traits. And that's when I, need, I needed to flip that list. And that's when I started looking for someone that had family values. I, didn't, I wanted someone that treated me kindly, was a gentleman, was loving, was kind, but was also funny. I wanted someone that could be my companion. I wanted someone that could be the love of my life. In that essence, like someone I knew that would have my back and support me no matter what, as opposed to bring that to the table already. And that's when I found him. Yeah, I think you've made a, a relevant point there about dating someone that you like spending time with. I think people forget that. And about being honest about what type of person you want. You know, it's not just about making the list. It's about being really honest about what you need in another person. If, you know, humor is is an important thing to you, dating a very serious man is going to drive you crazy. If someone who's adventurous is important to you and you date someone who doesn't like um, holidays or doesn't like to take risks, it's going to drive you crazy. So that is also about being authentic right from the beginning, about really being who you are. I think um, lots of people go into dating because we want to be loved, which is our main um, need in life. We can not be honest right from the beginning about what we want and authentic and we pretend to be somebody that the other person wants and that is a disaster because then down the line you're gonna have so many problems because you've been dishonest right from the beginning so a key thing for me to share with everybody today would to be be honest on your first dates about who you really are so you can attract that right person you know if you're you're not really 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 um professional don't go along pretending to be really professional because you want to attract that person because they want a professional person because you won't be able to keep it up and then the cracks will show and the arguments will start and then you'll start um, criticizing yourself like a vicious pattern really authenticity is a key one but I think you also mentioned something about needing and that is one of the things I always say I said to myself and I said to now the people around me is make this your mantra if you wish want but don't need i don't want i want to be with someone but i don't need to be with someone i think it is about understanding that happiness it really is an inner job and it all starts with you the minute that you start 
needing someone to feel complete, needing someone to provide something, then that's the minute that the cracks start showing up because, you know, the fundamental thing is that, let's be honest, you need to be happy with yourself. You can't expect happiness to be provided by somebody else because then you, when that person disappears, then your happiness goes away. So why are you going to do then? You're going to be lost. So it is about wanting but not needing. Like, for example, in my case, I knew I wanted to be with someone because when you share the things that you love with the person you love, things are, you know, exponentially better. But I knew in that particular moment that I didn't need to be with someone to feel complete or to feel that I was having a very happy life. I, I already had that. So all that I was doing was calling in that person to share my happiness, to grow that happiness, but not to provide me that happiness. Yeah, I think that's so important. And that is really about dating yourself, isn't it? Whether you're in a relationship or not, you're constantly experience that level of happiness. If you're happy in your own life, you know, when you're happy in your own life, like you said earlier, you have that positive energy. You're not you know, needing someone to fill that gap. So dating yourself is essential. And that could mean, you know, date night once a week with yourself. If you, if you still at that stage where you feel like you don't know yourself, you know, enjoy in your own company. So you're not always trying to fill that void. You know, when I say dating yourself once a week, it could be having that long hot bath that, you know, reading a book or in my case, going for a run or, you know, go and get your hair cut or just doing stuff that you enjoy so that you don't feel that neediness. You fulfill your life and then you will attract a partner that wants to be part of your life, not who is going to try and fill that gap. And I am not a huge fan of this saying, but it's a bit fake it till you make it in the sense that you need to start being in that relationship now and I started with yourself and I take no shame I mean I used to took myself to the places I would want it to be taken to restaurants or the cinema I was already there I knew what I wanted and I started enjoying it so when the person the right person came along I could share that journey with them I started to dress up like I wanted to dress up for that special one because if I don't do it for myself then what's the point uh, you know, a lot of people look at themselves in the mirror and start, and you know, and you put on your makeup or a lovely dress and your heels and you're like, oh yeah, I bet somebody will notice me today. Well, start noticing yourself first. That That is a key thing for me. And in that moment, when you start feeling comfortable in your own skin, you look at yourself and you think like, oh, I look good today. I look pretty today. Your confidence starts building up. Your energy starts to show. You're starting to shine a different light. And that is what will attract the people to you because you are happy in your own skin. You're confident. You are dating yourself. And that's, that's the energy that will be picked up on. Yeah, I totally agree. And I've had friends say to me, oh, I just think I should settle because I want to have a family. I want someone in my life. Settling for somebody who is not going to make you, who you think is just going to be there for you, is, could potentially be a disaster down the road because three or four years time, 
settling is going to cause that deep unhappiness if they don't have the same values as you or they don't make you feel good because you don't feel good about yourself settling is a disaster so you kind of have to surrender and try not to control the process too much but be very clear about what you want and what you don't want because if you're clear about what you want and what you don't want you'll have your boundaries because otherwise, again, you will accept things. If on the first date, they start, say, ridiculing you, that is a sign that they're not going to be the right person for you. Don't just think, oh, but he's got a good job and he um, likes dogs, so <laughs> he could potentially be a good partner. If there's signs that they're not uh, a good person and they're your non-negotiables, as in you want someone who's a really good person, who's kind, read those signs. Because, you know, our divorce rate in this, in the world is huge, especially in the UK or developed countries. So this is really important that we do have these non-negotiables, such as they understand me, they make me feel safe, they are kind, they have a good work ethic. These kind of non-negotiables, you need to decide, only you know what's non-negotiable for you, and then you won't go down the wrong track. I think you, you hit the jackpot there. The biological clock, so to speak, plays a fundamental part in dating. And plenty of, of people, men and women, have that in the forefront of, of their heads. And they are ruled by it. And I think you mentioned it, but it is, it is something to really, really call out. Surrendering. It is probably the hardest thing to do, but it's the best thing to do in the sense that when you've done your, your work, when you are ready to be in that relationship and you are in that relationship already, surrendering to the whole process is the best thing that you can do. Because the one thing to understand here is that although you may be ready to be that person now and to meet that person now, the person that is destined to meet you might still be doing the work on themselves at this point. So even though you feel that you're ready and you are rolling to go, just be patient and understand that if you believe in the universe like I do, the universe will have your back. There is that person out there for you, but it may just take a little bit longer because that person may still be doing the work on himself or herself to become the person that you need in your life. This is the hardest one because it just takes a leap of faith. It takes a bit more of waiting. But I would say it's a sweet wait because A, you're already happy in your own skin. So you can carry on with your life and knowing what you're doing. And then when that person comes up, it will just amplify that happiness. So the waiting doesn't, fit, doesn't feel as long. But also there is a sense of hope here. You know you're ready. You know that you've put it out there. Whoever needs to listen is listening and the right person would come when it's the right time. So what is not to be enjoyed? Yeah, I think you've hit the nail. It's kind of conscious dating, isn't it? And being intentional as well because you need to know what are you intending on that first date? Are you looking for a lifetime partner or are you looking for someone that you can spend good time with and who's going to help you grow? And that you need to be honest with in the first date and need to be honest with yourself. Otherwise, yet again, you'll be, you know, wasting time with people that don't share the same intentions with you. 
And it can feel like in this day and age with the whole, you know, dating swipe Tinder um, situation that there's so many choices out there. But if you're clear on what your values are and what your non-negotiables are and what you want and what you don't want, you will not waste time with people that don't have the same values as you. And I think that's, uh, and intentions. So consciously date, you know, be very clear and aware of what you're bringing to the table and, you know, date yourself first. Be happy with who you are. I think that's our main message today. Be really happy with who you are. When you're happy with who you are, you'll know what your values are and then you will attract the right partner. You did uh, You did a nice recap there, Flair. It's all about that. It's understanding who you are. Be happy in your own skin. And above it all, and this is me quoting Marisa Peer here, you are enough. So the minute that you understand that you are enough, and probably more than enough, and what you offer to the world is a very unique and precious gift, then things will start falling into place. Things will start working your way and you will start channeling and attracting that energy to you. And it won't be long till the right partner comes and knocks to your door. And in the meantime, I would say, just have fun and enjoy the process. Dating should be something pleasurable and enjoyable and should be something that, you know, you have fun with as well. So just have fun. So this is us for this week. Hope that you have enjoyed a little bit on uh, on our dating advice. I'm sure because this is a very wide topic, you will be hearing more from us on this end. And until then, we look forward to hearing from you. See you next time.